1: Oh Lordy, do we have some things to talk about? Welcome to Riverdale Roundup. It is just me and Malio today, and we've got some things to say. The Red Paladin was saved. Oh my God! I well, I so I looked up what paladin meant because I'm a dumpy, and it means it's a it's a knight. That is, uh, you know, full of heroic tales and he's chivalrous, which I'm assuming that's what they're trying to say about Archie, which I guess he is. I don't know. So much, so much happened in this episode. Chapter 40, The Great Escape. Can I just say,
2: I fucking loved this episode. I thought that this was maybe my favorite episode since like season one. I mean, honestly, I felt that
1: way about... The last like the the Breakfast Club episode as well. Yeah. But this one, I feel like it kind of blew it out of the water. I, I what are they doing over there? I love it. Yeah.
2: Yes. Absolutely. I was like, when I saw watched the Breakfast Club episode, I was like, this is fucking fantastic. This is exactly what Riverdale should be doing. And then I saw this one and I was like, even better.
1: It was so good. So as as you guys all know, you know, we got which we kind of forgot about in the last episode about Archie being in um Juvie totally forgot because we were too busy watching him be Fred and and singing his songs which I loved but but Veronica I feel like the 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 real uh the real Oscar this week goes to Veronica's uh myriad of uh outfits yep yeah and her, characters
2: her uh what did the, what was the direction um to to dress that the person who brought her into this juvenile fight club said um Dress incognito, I think, was the adjective that he used. And so... Oh, yeah. She wore sunglasses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it because it's like... If if you're dressing incognito, don't attract attention to yourself by wearing a very... um, Fake hairpiece and big sunglasses, right? Yeah, but she looked great doing it. God, she looked so good. Everyone was on fire this episode. And I love that everyone, you know, who looked particularly good in this episode? Mad Dog. <laughs> 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 but I'm talking Reggie. <laughs> Reggie was looking dapper, Dan, in his Save 'em outfit. Yes, you're that, correct. Like, the, the black vest mm-hmm. with the black tie and everything like the black shirt good lord in heaven
2: yeah you're right reggie Killing it. It.
1: it's true i kind of noticed reggie for the first time this episode oh yeah it was the first time i got, i mean i gotta i gotta hubba hubba off over here but <laughs> don't even get me started about mad dog when mad dog was in that ring Ooh, you mad dog? Dog. You're, you're... i was so i i jeff and i both went mad Dog's back. <laughs> he's alive the i second knew he, he was, was alive. a mad dog Oh, God, we all knew he was alive. So, essentially, in this episode, a little little summary for everybody. They are trying to break Archie
2: out of prison out of Jupiter. into the small town of riverdale where he will clearly continue to live after he has been broken out of prison which is just an interesting choice with the whole fugitive thing i love the idea of being a fugitive in the very small town where everybody knows each other and
1: simultaneously while watching the other half of the riverdale crew play griffins and gargoyles while narrating what is happening and i I loved it.
2: It was artful as hell. So yeah, like like there was the uh, the the serpents, basically of whom uh, Cheryl Blossom is now kind of a part since she's hanging out hubba, with the uh, hot hot Tony all the time. Um, so Jughead's squad of like Sweet Pea, Tony, Cheryl, um, uh, a couple other serpents are there and there and Jughead has become obsessed with Griffins and Gargoyles. Cause he thinks that if he can understand the game, he can like understand all of the mysteries that like are wrapped up in the game and that lay within. So Betty's like Jughead. What are you, why are you, you haven't slept? Also, I really like sleep deprived Jughead, by the way.
1: I mean, right. Like that's the things as I was watching, I was getting gold bloom vibes. Uh-huh. I was like his like conspiracy theory, uh,
2: attitude i'm
1: all about
2: yeah yeah no i loved jughead in this episode and so he's like all wound up and he's like immersing himself in the game because he's like this is how we'll solve this is like i have to solve this mystery by being inside it and understanding the game and being the game master and so oh, was he the game master (laughs) he is so this
1: this is His Game Master. I just love that he's like only referring to himself as Game Master now, which is very funny. Especially like it went hand in hand with the same night I watched the episode. I played the RPG that I've been playing too. So I made the, the guy that is the Game Master of our game wear the Jughead hat. I was like, I can't talk to you. I don't know if you're the Game Master or not unless you got the Jughead hat on. You have to get the Jughead
2: hat back on. And, and Betty's like, Jughead is, Jughead's crazy because she's being her, like, kind of like rational, uh, newspaper minded Betty. And, uh, and, and so then while the serpents and Jughead are falling deeper and deeper into their Griffins and Gargoyles game, Veronica is trying to figure out how to bust Archie out. And so she enlists their squad of Betty, um, uh, Reggie um, Kevin And Josie Oh god
1: I love Kevin
2: Yes Kevin did great in this episode And so As Basically the format That is so fucking good And satisfying Is that Jughead Is narrating You know The action uh, Griffins and Gargoyles Dungeons and Dragons style Of the game they're playing In their lair And All of the Like Action that, is, that he's like narrating in their game is what is happening to the journey of trying to free Archie from prison. And it just worked. It was so it fun. It worked.
1: Red Paladin. <laughs> we have to save him. Also can we just do A quick shout out To Jughead Only referring to Cheryl Blossom now As Deadeye I love it Which I think Makes her even sexier And I didn't know That it could happen Especially because Every time they have Tony and Cheryl In a scene
2: i um, excuse me TT They have like Just fucked They are only fucking Yeah Right? Oh yeah, there was a line in this episode that was like Cheryl was talking about how they were so rudely interrupted and because they were like and she like started to say in their tent in their having tent having a rendezvous. Having a rendezvous. Yes. And I was just like I love how much sex these two are having.
1: Good lord. Good for them. Oh my god. Dude, and the I can't even get into it, but this Australian clothing line Black Milk just released this Cheryl Blossom snakeskin red leather jacket serpent jacket (laughs) I want it so badly I just want to be Deadeye especially now that she's Deadeye would she hit that can off of Jughead's head with the arrow because he's Game Master are you scared (laughs) and what and Sweepy's like hell no you're crazy and he goes no I'm the Game Master (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. So we start off this whole episode with a really, really bad idea with baby teeth trying to cut the juice to the electric fence. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's the middle of the day. We're just going to hop this fence. They're not going to stop us. What? Why did they
2: even possibly think that was a good idea? I know, but I, I, it was bad. They definitely couldn't hop the fence. But I just wish that they would stop having these images of police shooting at people it's really triggering and and I do not love it and of course it turned out it was rubber bullets but rubber bullets have still killed people and so I did not love like that's just the whole police violence stuff that's happening in the prison is like I give me my like fantasy griffins and gargoyles terror I can deal with that but that opening scene was like legit Like, too heavy for me.
1: Yeah, but don't worry. He just got branded afterwards. (laughs) That was such a weird scene when the warden comes in to brand Archie because he was a bad boy and tried
2: to get out of the prison. Yeah, so the warden basically, we learned a lot in this episode. There was a lot. and Right, so he branded Archie. He obviously runs this, like, little boy fight club. Um, he's doing a lot And I'm surprised
1: He's not touching on him Which I don't know If that's just implied But like a man That runs a little boy Fight club And is also into like Having weird Slow Serious Dinners With the boys As well as branding them I feel like that adds up To a lot Or you know Maybe he's just You know The Gargoyle King Yeah Who the, knows You know I'm
2: so glad That there's not Any sort of like Sexual violence though Because like this, the, what's What's fun about Riverdale Is that like I just don't want it to be reminding me at all of the real things that are upsetting in the world, you know. Um, oh yeah, that's why I don't like all the police violence because, like, yeah, I take my, I'll take the serial killer shit, you know, I'll take the Gargoyle King. Like, none of that reminds me of like the the ever present <laughs> awfulness of of you know the violent world that we live in and uh and and so i'm very glad that there is no like sexual abuse plotline because that would just be like extremely unnecessary um and instead he just seems to be like a boy fight club master who also uh, is like living the creed of the bible of griffins and gargoyles uh handbook oh
1: yeah baby because you know as we all know now the griffins and gargoyles is a it's a riverdale only rpg game because Eldervare is an anagram for riverdale guys <laughs> why didn't we put it together <laughs> duh jesus christ Jughead! Jughead's gonna do it he's gonna take down this game i believe in him i
2: believe in him as game master i know he's gonna do it molly So what the fuck do you think? I know that I don't want to get too meta because we have not gone through kind of our A A plot, B plot, C plot and all of of this episode. But I think that this this episode just really raises like some really big questions, because basically Jughead's theory is. Uh, that this is not just a game that his generation is playing and it's not just a game that the previous generation had played as as Betty kind of thought after the flashback episode. Jughead's theory is that this is, like you said, it's a game that exists only in Riverdale and it is like, it contains like the myths of Riverdale itself. Like it's basically like, there's a kind of godlike thing happening um, where this is like, uh, it's this, like, text that's guiding all of the actions in Riverdale. Um, yeah. And, 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 and there's some sort of game master who's, like, pulling all of the strings, who's, like, responsible for the death of Anthony Michael Hall and responsible for all of the other, like, violence that has happened in Riverdale because they're the game master. And so I'm watching this episode, like, so... The enemy of this episode is the prison warden. Is he the game master? That would be kind of weird because he's really only been in you know this season or whatever. But it's it seems like he's not the game master. There's some other no bigger because game he master. drinks the blue. He right. drinks the cyanide. So what the fuck is going on? Do you have any guesses to what Jughead is getting at and who is the actual game master of Riverdale? I just wonder if it. So the fact that Archie was branded. What
1: if he's like some sort of like prodigal son of the gargoyle king and there's a reason why it's like they're trying to get rid of Archie so does that mean that Hiram Lodge also is aware of all of that stuff? Maybe that's why they're so against Archie,
2: why they want to keep him down? There was a line in this episode I appreciated, which was when Hermione Lodge said, you're both obsessed with Archie Andrews.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which at least Veronica, it makes sense. Because, you know, you can go fuck him in a locker room when he's in juvie and there, there are no guards or no one else around. Which, you know, she all about that D. Fair. I get it. I see his abs. I understand. Oh my god! When she said, "I could recognize those abs uh-huh. anywhere," loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Cool girl. You fucked that boy. You fucked that boy. <laughs> and oh god! When she goes into the locker room and just like, and he's like, "I don't want. I don't want to talk he now." Says, and then talk. they just fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You're damn right. So I think that as he was branded for a reason. I think
2: that that it's got to be something with that, right? I get right. There is I guess my question with Riverdale always is or especially this season is is this magic or is this the work of uh like a a person, right? Like is the Gargoyle King Actually, real is there actual magic going on? And you and Marcus had suspected, yes, this episode, this season is going to be really like magic because we have the neighboring uh, Sabrina town and etc. And so I guess that's moving away from the realm of the first two seasons of Riverdale, where there was always like an evil person to find. And so I guess I'm I'm left after an episode like this wondering. First of all, obviously, like every season of Riverdale, there's just constant trauma happening to Archie, poor Archie.
1: Oh yeah, baby. Yeah it's fine you can take it (laughs) he's the
2: red paladin he can definitely take it (laughs) and and so yeah now I'm trying to figure out you know if this griffins and gargoyles is this text that guides all of the action in Riverdale is this are we talking about something godlike or magic like or are we talking about like an evil man like Hiram Lodge or somebody else who is like the acting like god
1: I think it has a lot to do with the farm didn't even bring up the farm this episode. Mm-hmm. Some it is it has to do with that. You're right. That or maybe it's like phenomenon and they all have tumors. You know, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which that you know what? I wouldn't put it past Riverdale. I wouldn't put it past Riverdale. I don't know what they're cooking up over there. They're all being poisoned in the water. Could be. It could be an overall who knows. I mean, now that so the warden is dead. I mean, that's the end of the episode. But can we just, I just need to do like a quick daddy spotlight on number one, when Hiram Lodge came into that scene with him and Veronica when he just came back from a run.
2: Uh-huh. Good
1: Lord. Hachi Machi. But then on top of it, Sheriff Keller was on the boxing team. <laughs> ooh, 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 his arms. Just imagine his arms. And also the the mayor well the ex-mayor and sheriff keller are now getting married
2: yeah that so that was even not even remotely in like the top five biggest pieces of news that happened in this episode
1: No, and uh, nor was it when Reggie was definitely a victim of child abuse. I know. uh, When he asked his father about G&G, and then they just didn't even bring it up again.
2: They didn't. None of the kids even reacted.
1: Glossed over. Really glossed over that fact. Very, uh, I was just like, whoa. uh, I mean, I know he's like a grown teen, but still. Yeah,
2: no, I wish they hadn't done that. He's like, I just got punched by my father, and all the kids are like, anyway... What else? Cool, yeah,
1: but we gotta get Archie out of too. <laughs> so we've got other things to deal with. Oh my God, when they have their like chemistry montage, when they're all just like making their th- oh God, making the I guess the
2: the gas bombs. Yeah, they made like smoke bombs, I guess, right? Or was it gas? Yeah. I don't. I, it, I, it, I don't know. At first, smoke I was bombs? like, at first, I was like, did they really just shake up cans of soda to create the distraction? But they had done. Something. I know. They had done something chemical, and I gotta say that whole sequence, they had a very fun kind of heist-like sequence where uh, you know they all had like their little tasks to, to free Archie, and uh, and it and 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 Archie tried to bring Mad Dog with him, and Mad Dog was like, I'll never make it, but you go and I'll help you by fighting off the guards, Mad Dog. I
1: love Mad Dog so much, but I also love that he couldn't fit through the hole because his shoulders were too wide. His shoulders
2: are too wide. And uh, and so... There's like this very, very fun kind of heisty sequence where they throw in the smoke bombs and then Archie goes down the tube and and uh, Kevin is waiting at the other end of the tube and then they have like a fake-out scene with Kevin and Betty on a motorcycle. And in fact, that oh was just the God. distraction while they were getting away with Archie in the car. Damn, it was so fun. So good. It was so good. But also... Uh,
1: props to uh, Betty for now I feel like she's just immediately has she just officially turned into Alice Cooper from the episode before because that outfit and how she picked that lock so fast to get him out of the under the under the prison tunnel
2: was it was fascinating. It was well, one thing that Gideon pointed out that was interesting was that he went into the tunnel feet first but he came out head first.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. They, uh, you know. Uh, maybe he was able to do a switch around under there. Who knows while he's which we didn't even talk about the kiss between Joaquin and Archie. It was a kiss of death. It w- it was the Judas kiss. It was the Judas when kiss. When Jughead said that as Jughead is narrating that part. But that kiss and I was so upset because so Joaquin goes in for the kiss and then while he's kissing him he shivs him in the side. I was so upset because they took my horny away so fast. I
2: know. I was very excited about the kiss, and I was like, I totally had not realized how pretty Joaquin is. Uh, and oh, then the, yeah, his eyes. Oh, my God. Yeah, his eyes are gorgeous. And then these two very pretty boys were kissing, and I was like, all right, let's do this. And then it turned out to be a Judas kiss.
1: Judas kiss. So, because the warden really wants, so why... Does the Gargoyle
2: King want Archie dead? Yeah, that's, I guess my problem is that as much as I love this season, I 0% understand any of the plot line around the Gargoyle King.
1: No, but that's what I think, they're really keeping us on our toes this this season, and I, I, I it, God, it's working. I love this show so much. But you know who I hate? Elio. From Sweetwater Casino. He's a creep and a half.
2: Yeah, he is a creep. I feel like we
1: shouldn't trust him. We shouldn't be trusting Elio. I don't like where this is going. I feel like something bad is going to happen between Elio and Veronica.
2: Because he is, we know him from like, all of the other bad her like old bad friends right who are her parents bad friends no
1: that's when remember when all of the boys came a call in when all the mob sons came a call in to try and court Veronica Uh so he's one of the sons of one of the mob kings that right right that okay gotcha Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so the fact that he's helping her out I don't know, man. It's yeah. not good. It's I'm I'm scared for Veronica because at some point Daddy's going to have to come in and help her. But also, uh. stop telling Daddy your fucking plans. Can't you be a little more covert?
2: Yeah, I really feel like she should not be speaking ever to Hiram Wad. She should continue to live in his house because he is bad and she shouldn't put herself into sort of any material harm by not taking advantage of the great house they live in. But she should not speak to him. She does not owe him anything. He very clearly conspired to put her boyfriend in prison. So like, stop being like, Daddy, you're not going to get anything more out of me. Just ignore him. Yeah, just be like
1: most teenage girls and don't <laughs> talk to your father. You know, you can slink around. I did it for a really long time. You come in after he goes to sleep, you do the whole thing. Obviously, she already has free reign to do whatever she wants and she's, you know, going to little boy fight clubs. But also, Hiram Lodge was there. Hiram Lodge was at the fight club, yes. Yes bad daddy that's a bad daddy yeah
2: so so, so he, was it Hiram Lodge that paid Joaquin to give him the shiv good question almost has to be right because why is the warden so obsessed with Archie he wouldn't want Archie dead because Archie was his like winning uh fight horse unless he could tell that Archie was like gonna try to sabotage it all but but the warden is clearly doing the bidding we know that Hiram and the warden are, like we know that basically the warden is like working for Hiram anyway. Yeah. So like, I guess that. Well, I think that your theory makes sense.
1: I feel like I don't understand why the warden killed himself though for not completing the task of killing the Red Paladin when we all know where that tube under the prison went to, right? That like they didn't even give it a shot. The fact that like like you were saying earlier. Archie has to hide in Riverdale they are going to find him at some point (laughs) if they keep looking for it or maybe they'll just drop that plot line which they are so known to do Yeah. so why didn't he just like try a little bit harder before he took the cyanide you know what I mean
2: I love that they're just like oh now that you're free you're free from prison like as if there's like a rule that once you break out of prison you can't get sent back you know
1: and also Archie has no idea of everything that's going on with G&G so when he just like They just take him to this, oh, yeah, no, it's Stilton Doily's underground bunker. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, we got this, uh, we got this whole RPG thing going on, though. (laughs) It's gonna be great. We're gonna tell you all about it. It's all gonna be great. And the fact that Tony patched him up,
2: hubba hubba, nurse me. So I didn't remember slash know that Tony was a nurse. And can we just talk briefly about the scene where the shot where they drop, where Archie drops down the hole oh into the God. lair? I, w- I loved it. I was like, this, is, this looks so good. It looks so good. But also... Someone
1: could have, like, they could have helped him down that line. I know, they really threw He didn't need to fall. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't need to throw him down the hole. He's already bleeding to
2: death. Like, what are you doing? Don't throw him down the hole. Yeah, he really got stabbed and then continued to, like, box and then, like, function and escape a prison for hours and, and didn't seem to have lost that much blood.
1: Oh, my God. I just am having flashbacks of Kevin and Betty on that motorcycle. Betty is hot as fuck in this episode. Yes. When she's on that motorcycle which also, you know, she just knows how to ride a motorcycle.
2: Yeah, that was new. I've
1: never seen her ride one, but right. yeah, when she just took his bike though, that's a badass bitch move. She like couldn't even, I like how she dealt with Jughead where she just like keeps looking at him like Okay, yeah, but, like, we gotta, like, do this thing, dude. Like, just give me the bike. I'm going. I'm gonna do it without you then.
2: But didn't we know... She can, like, hotwire a car, right? Didn't that happen in the first season? Because when she cut the wire on the prison warden's car, I was like, oh, yeah, didn't... It wasn't there a scene in the first season where she knew how to hotwire a car from like chemistry class or something?
1: Yeah, I think that it was she and Jughead when it was like the whole chick with the, uh,
2: there was a second season. Second season. when, uh, when the, Yeah, when the dude came and they killed the guy. Yes, yes, right. And she knew how to hotwire a car for no reason. I mean, it's just really
1: sexy. I need to learn how to hotwire a car, Molly. I, I Do I watch YouTube videos? I feel like that's something that a sexy woman needs to know how to do.
2: It is a sexy woman thing for sure.
1: Oh my god I just wrote down I've got all my notes and one of the notes is You are the light outrunning the Darkness which I don't even remember who Said that (laughs) I just remember just being like Jesus
2: Christ this fucking show Oh my god I like cannot get over how good I loved the parallel structure with like Jughead And and you know what I like about it? It reminded me of like in the beginning The very very beginning when the conceit was like Jughead was narrating the show Because he was like writing the story of what was happening With the murder of Jason Blossom And I love like the more stylized Riverdale is And the less just like extremely throwing shit at the wall Like I mean I love all of the, the drama and the soap and everything But like I love this like when it's really like corny stylized like it like it was at the very oh, beginning yeah. and having jughead like narrate it like that that's what it felt like again
1: oh my god yeah they're getting back to their roots they know what works and we are, we've just got so many questions and I don't know when any of them are going to be answered. I feel like they're really going to string us along. We've got so many more episodes in this season, Mom. Yeah, that's the great so thing about actual TV. More. It's like
2: not Netflix TV, real TV. You get like 26 episodes. Oh my God. We just have so much more. But also back to like
1: a bravado to Hermione Lodge for actually standing up against, I don't think that she should be yelling at Veronica as much though. She really needs to be yelling at Hiram Lodge She does Like dude What are you doing Don't you have other th- Like isn't there a prison you're building Don't you have other things to do What does he do now
2: Is he just mobster Like that's it yeah, he's uh, he's a mobster, but like he doesn't have anybody who like will wants to work for him except for imprisoned 16-year-old Archie, who he framed for murder. But they said at some point in this episode they were like, oh, yeah, convicted. At the end, when, they, when he was a fugitive, they were like, convicted murderer Archie Andrews. That's not how pleas work. He pled to manslaughter, didn't he? He's not a convicted murderer.
1: No, he's not a convicted murderer, but I did like that they stopped the radio at Pops to let everyone know that this child got out of juvie.
2: You know? Yeah. Yeah. I also love how that we were reminded in this episode that Archie knew that fucking Hiram framed him and he still pled guilty. Idiot. It's just, oh
1: my God, he's so dumb, but he's so pretty, but he's so dumb. So dumb. My God, he's so dumb. And also, Molly Ringwald really shouldn't have left. They've got a lot of appeals and shit to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's correct. She is really not representing her son. As well as she could
1: No It's all very sleepers This whole thing Where it's just like God But Fred get in there Find out what's happening With your kid There wasn't there, I don't think Fred Was in this episode at all But it's just like What is he gonna do He's such a do-gooder Is he gonna try And send him back to Juvie
2: You gotta do the right thing son Oh god like, no, Fred, sometimes the Red Paladin has to be bad. No, you know what's going to happen is that even though he's a fugitive and he committed the crime of escaping from prison, somehow it's going to come out that Hiram framed him. And so then he will be exonerated from the initial crime. And then... He will also be exonerated From the crime of prison break And he'll just get to be Out and normal and good and living in Riverdale
1: You're right and I feel like that's all gonna be wrapped up In between episodes where you're just like Yeah yeah oh no everything's all good Yeah he's fine he doesn't have to live in the bunker Anymore but I, I'm i sure they're gonna They're gonna milk a couple of Archie lives in the bunker episodes Yeah I for think sure. we
2: had called how many more episodes He would be in prison right and I think we said I think I said two and I think y'all said three And I think you guys were right Yeah so Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, so he was in there for a bit
2: uh, How many episodes do you think he'll be in the bunker? I want
1: to say one Probably one, I bet he'll be out by the end of next episode The episode <laughs> that airs tonight I'm so excited about it And I just, oh my god I love Riverdale so much, it makes me so excited And when are we going to see more TT and Cheryl kissing, because I would like that But I feel like Deadeye is going to Screw up at some point, and I'm very Very scared for
2: Cheryl You mean screw up with her bow and arrow? I think so, right? I don't know, I don't know. I, I, she's been pretty flawless so far. I mean, she's not socially flawless, but she is flawless with her archery. So,
1: what, what, do I buy a cape the way Cheryl has her cape? Because this company also is selling the cape.
2: I, if it were me, I would get the jacket over the cape because just out of practical concerns.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practical concerns. Yeah, mm. and I can't be dead eye. We all know I'm not dead eye.
2: I think that the cape is more of a costume where the jacket is more of a kind of a fan item that you can yeah, wear. Yeah,
1: that is true. You're right. Thank you for talking this out with me because, <laughs> you know, I just go around and around in my head. It's like, I shouldn't get this, but you know what? I truly, I, I think that I've fallen in love with an article of clothing. Mm-hmm. And um, But I just wanted to say, provide everybody in this episode. It was a perfect episode mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were very crafty in their ways of getting Archie out of juvie. And um, there was great kissing and fucking and dreaming about fucking.
2: Yeah, It had everything that I ever could ask for. Yeah, and everyone looked fucking fantastic.
1: God, they look so good. I really hope that Betty keeps up the whole Alice Cooper vibes. Me too.
2: Yeah, she should just always be wearing a leather jacket.
1: Her with the fingerless gloves. Mm-hmm. Dude, she looks so... But I also love now, like, they all got serpent jackets. I know that she's a serpent queen because, you know, the 16-year-old is a serpent king. But, like, I'm... But I also guarantee that next episode, Sweet Pea and Fangs are gonna start Cosplaying, they're they're bringing this into the real world. <laughs> they do. They because wanna, they want to bring it into the real world. They want to larp. Do you think that there's going to be warring factions between game masters? I wonder if Sweet Pea is going to also become a game master.
2: It sure seemed like that's what he was going for. But one of the things I liked about this episode, I love the episodes where they all work together. I know. Instead of working against each other.
1: And Josie and Kevin are going to be brother and sister. I know. They seem fine with it. Oh, my God. Do you think there's going to be a wedding episode? There has to be a wedding episode. I hope so. Oh, that'll be good. Oh, can Uh. you imagine Sheriff Keller all cleaned up? (laughs) But he still has got the 5 o'clock shadow just like in a really nice suit. And Sierra, and I bet she's going to have like one of those mermaid dresses where you can just see her like beautiful hips.
2: Yeah, they really know what the people want.
1: <laughs> they And they give it to us. Brava, Riverdale. Thank you for giving us everything that we could have ever wanted and more from a teen drama. And I hope that everyone loved this week's episode. I'm really excited about next week's episode because, or this week's episode, Chapter 41, Manhunter. Oh, so they're going after Archie.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to be a fugitive episode.
1: This is a fugitive episode. They're probably very easily going to find him, even though... The bunker's not on the map. It's No no one knows about the bunker, quote unquote.
2: <laughs> Except that all of like the 12 people that were there and also Ethel. I feel like some... Oh, God, Princess Ethelene. We can't <laughs> trust that bitch. No, we can't. Because
1: I wonder if she's going to start working for the Gargoyle King to kill Archie.
2: She's very clearly untrustworthy, and I wish that they would give her more of a spine. But she doesn't have one, unfortunately.
1: You can't judge her for being taken over by the gargoyle king he's much stronger than they are molly you it has nothing to do with strength it has (laughs) to do with the they want to be taken by him they want to be in his grasp but i just what is he
2: offering them that life can't Exactly. That's how we, that we have to know that to know who is the Gargoyle King or who is the Game Master. Now I'm not even sure who it is. We're trying to find out is who.
1: I don't know. We, <laughs> we're trying to find out who the Gargoyle King is. That is for sure because we know that Jughead is the Game Master. But I think I'm assuming that in G&G it's the same as in D&D where there can be multiple Game Masters just running different journeys. hmm Right,
2: I, I, I that is something I can definitely ask my husband.
1: I, th- yeah, yeah, yeah no, Gideon will definitely know. I'd like to also, yeah, I'd love to hear Gideon's notes on Riverdale too. Um, as a as a lawyer, I'd like to know where where his head stands as a
2: lawyer and a D and D enthusiast
1: and a nerdy. Yeah, I think that that would be great. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. This has been your Riverdale roundup. It was a spicy, spicy episode. Please check out Chapter Forty: The Great Escape. Oh my God, what's going to happen to RG? But also, why did Veronica realize that he had been branded when they were fucking in the locker room, right? Yeah,
2: that was probably a quickie.
1: With the ruin, the rune, runic symbol from G&G. <laughs> what does it all mean? What does it all mean? But also, I'm very excited for hopefully what will eventually be sold, because I would play the fuck out of G&G
2: mm, mm-hmm. that is right? some, that's a smart marketing decision by the Riverdale crew
1: I mean I know the jingle jangle of Trader Joe's which is now back out by the way has nothing to do with Riverdale and they had it before <laughs> Riverdale but I think that it would be really smart for them to release a g and I think a lot of us would like it <laughs> Just eating Jingle Jingle and playing G&G. Yeah, man. Let's have a Riverdale Christmas. Let's have a Riverdale Christmas. <laughs> I bet it'll be out next year. I'm putting money down on that. $3. I bet you <laughs> $3 it'll be out by next Christmas. I'll take that bet. My word is my bond. Love you guys. We will talk to you next week where we will do Chapter 41, Manhunter. And I hope you've got your diapies on because I bet it's going to be splishy, splashy down below. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm a kiss, I'm a-